0: Hello and welcome back. It's been another week of uh, education. Two weeks, I guess. I somehow managed to fall into a two-week pattern instead of weekly. I don't know. It just kind of worked lately. Um, What else has been going on? Just been working our way through. Finished up our unit on absolutism. Um, Started our um, unit on the American and the French revolutions. Economics is talking about... um, About to start the role of government in our economy. Uh, Went and saw my brother. Our two soccer teams that we follow were playing. Sadly, it turned out better for his team than mine. But, eh, I got to see him. Haven't hung out with him in a while. Saw my parents afterwards and got some lunch before heading on back home. But, um, I don't know. One thing I have been thankful for is I've had some really good conversations lately. I mentioned that I do good things in class. And and some of them, I don't know, they're just, they're they're nothing special. It's just just a good talk with someone, just to see how someone thinks with with a lot of my students and how they think and how they see the world. And sometimes that's a good reminder of that uh, I need to be aware of how they think and what they're up to and how they view the world uh, so I can stay in touch. But I guess one conversation that came up twice maybe a few more times, but with different students for different reasons. And it's, I don't know, I guess it's the idea of, uh, you. well, you hear some philosophers talk about the, that, um, you know, life is meaningless and uh, what are you going to do about it? That leads more towards, uh, I guess, nihilism. And then you have some who I kind of enjoy more is uh, like the Albert Camus type things. It's meaningless. It's absurd. Life is weird, but you get to, make a meaning out of it. Um, I've heard um, I heard a psychologist basically talk about it in the idea of you get to pick your pain. Like, life is not devoid of pain and suffering. You're not going to usually get what you want. And this professor of psychology kind of put it that way. It's like, the thing is, though, you get to pick your pain. Um, we see that in um, Victor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. He talks about, you know, that that's what it is. Like, what's your purpose? What's your meaning? And the the pick your pain comment kind of came up because I was talking about one student with, um, well, just the idea of relationships. Like, you get to pick your pain. Like, do you want the pain of being single, or do you want the pain of, you know, trying to be in relationship with another human? Because neither one of them are going to be perfect. If you're single, you're going to be worried about what you're missing out on, and if you're in a relationship with another human, I'll be honest. You know, as much as you may love them, they're gonna get on your nerves from time to time. But it's just a case of what would you rather deal with? Because being annoyed, be not being annoyed is not an option. So that's the same thing. Uh, with talking with the student about you know, plans for the future. It's like you're, you are you got to pick a pain. Like if you don't want to go and receive higher level training after high school, if you don't want to go to college, if you don't, don't want to go to CV Tech to get licenses or certificates for whatever it is you want to do, you're going to be severely limited in the options you have for employment. Um, and, and I think that's what it is. And it's what kind of pain do you want? Do you want the pain of Going to school longer for a year, two years, four years? Or do you want the pain of limited opportunities? And I think it's the same thing as parenting and teaching. It's like, what pain do I want to deal with in the classroom? And I really do have to think about that. Like, do I really want to keep track of the grades for an opening bellwork first five project? Because I used to do that and it was kind of a pain. Like, what am'm gonna do with it? How am I gonna grade it? What do I do with the kids who aren't gonna do it? and ultimately, I had to decide, like, do I wanna deal with the pain of keeping up with that, or the supposed pain of explaining to an administrator why I don't do curriculum based first five activities, and I just got tired of it, and I was like, I have plenty of time for those other things also. The pain, those first few years, the pain of contacting a parent about disruptive behavior. Um, I was so worried about that. Like, how am I going to explain this to them? Am I going to sound petty? And at some point you realize it's not that bad, especially if you have legitimate reasons for contacting a parent or guardian. And I think maybe I just came to the conclusion that the pain of calling a parent or guardian was nowhere near as bad as the pain of the disruption that was going on in class. It's the same thing as being a parent. Like, there's a behavior my son was doing when he was younger, you know, that preschool, elementary school age. I, Yeah, it was a pain to have to stop and deal with it, but I couldn't help but think, what kind of pain am I going to have, face when he's 12 and doing the 12-year-old version of whatever it was I was dealing with at the time? Or when he's 18 or 25 and doing that age version of the behavior I was seeing when he was, you know, four. And ultimately it's like, for the most part, cause I'm not perfect. I decided to deal with the smaller pain, the pain of, you know what? I kind of want to read my book or watch my show or play my video game. Um, but I need to go have a conversation with him. Um, the same thing in the classroom, just what, what pain do I want to deal with? Do I want to deal with the disruly class or do I deal with the awkward conversation of, hey, teenage human, you really shouldn't be acting that way. Or if you're involved in something, like maybe you sign up for an extracurricular activity as a as a teacher to, to sponsor or do, at some point you realize maybe you're just not into it and you have to, like, what do you do? Do you deal with the pain of continuing on and this thing is just not quite right of a fit for you, or do you deal with the pain of talking to your supervisor to say, hey, I don't think this is for me, and I'd like to do something different next year. I don't know if we all think of it that way enough. Like, you you can't avoid discomfort or pain in life, but as that psychiatrist said, you can pick your pain. And that mindset has done, it, it, it's been a good thing for me to think through. Like in the end, sure, I can fool myself into thinking I'm avoiding something, but more often than not, I'm just um, picking a different kind of pain in the future. And it's best to just be honest with myself. As a teacher, as a parent, what am I setting myself up for? And ultimately decide to do something about it instead of just thinking things will work out. So I'd encourage you to do the same. Maybe think that way. Uh, Maybe even students, like remind your students that they're not getting out of the pain. Like you can have the pain of paying attention for 20, 30 minutes in class to get the answers you need for a study guide. Or you deal with the pain of rushing through a study guide in the days before a test. Or you deal with the pain of trying to explain to your parents or coach or activity sponsor why your grade isn't where it needs to be. Regardless, you're going to have to sacrifice something to achieve the goal you want. So, until next time, have a day.